My name's Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveyors and today I'm here with Emma Gosling. Hi Emma, how are you? Hi, I'm good, how are you? Still I'm good. baking in my conservatory area. Should complain oh. though. No, no, let's not There's complain. Some back. What's happened to it? Where's it gone? <laughs> I know, well, it's really sunny here actually, but it's supposed to go on Wednesday, which I'm a bit sad about. No. Yeah, what part of the world yeah. are you? I'm in St Albans. Oh, you are? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh I've got sun. Yeah. yeah. So, Sorry, yeah. We're, we're losing it on Wednesday. Oh no! I want I that heat back. I, I like the heat, not the yeah. not the cool. No, and not the torrential rain that's happening. Um. Anyway, you have let me down big time, but for for very good reasons. Um. But I'm drinking a Peroni, and you're having. I'm having uh some kind of light soft drink. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine if you've managed to not require alcohol for six years even though you've been raising children then I salute you so congratulations yeah, yeah I don't know what happened I, I must have just kind of I don't know uh, you know I'm, I, I work with mindset so I must have wired it into me that I just can't drink alcohol it just doesn't something just doesn't function there anymore can't really yeah I can't really go near it I've managed to it's fine I'll drink for you <laughs> not a problem Great. so emma what is your business and what do you do so i am a transformation uh therapist coach um and a quantum life technique practitioner so um i well i work with both men and women but my passion is helping um mum business owners to uh, believe in themselves remove their maybe secret fears of not feeling good enough and replacing them with phenomenal confidence and self-belief so that they can enjoy their success, live their, you know, their best life and feel guilt-free and rejection-proof, which many of us seem to um, suffer with in, in a sense, uh, the fears, fears of rejection. So, being rejected by um, by clients, being visible and being rejected by others or being judged. It's a really, really big issue. And that's what I help people to do. I help them to find out the root cause of where that's coming from, where in their uh, in the conditioned mind or their mind's programs that that has been inserted. Some Usually in childhood, usually before the age of seven years old, we find out where the where the belief has come from that they're that they're not good enough that they are um you know they don't deserve uh wealth they don't deserve success somewhere along those lines and then i help them to reframe those beliefs and rewire them that sounds a really incredible business but it also sounds really personal so what what made you get into that what's your path to getting into that sort of business uh yeah interesting so i um i was made redundant in 2013 is that right 2013 yeah so i was um i was a teacher then i became an editor so i was editing the books that i used to teach so i kind of took a step behind the scenes of the teaching books and edited them uh so i was made redundant and then i i had already trained in 2010 as a reflexologist and um, then I later did uh, zone facelift reflexology as well so I thought okay I've been made redundant I've got quite a good payout I'll be a holistic therapist so I started that and then I uh, got pregnant with my son so had took a break from that and 
and during that time, I wonder why when I was, uh, you know, dealing with the um, <laughs> baby on my own, you know, more or less on my own without close family nearby. I was living in London, husband working a lot. Uh, I thought I'm going to train to be a therapist. And so I thought about training to be a psychotherapist, which uh, is quite a long, it's quite a long course. Uh, so one, then something just came up on my Facebook to train in rapid transformational therapy. And I thought, wow, rapid transformational therapy. Hang on. <laughs> All like the things I really need. Yeah, yeah. So, so I trained in that. And then I got into the sort of mindset, started studying about how the mind works and, um, yeah, the effects uh, and the benefits of hypnosis, which is part of the therapy that I use, and neuroplasticity, and yeah, here we are, here we are. So, yeah, just that's that's how I got into it, basically. Yeah, well, it sounded like a personal path, so I pre I, I predicted you would say the majority of what you did say. Yes. So, how do you perform this type of? therapy coaching service in your business but is has it changed now since lockdown uh well has it changed it, well it, it i decided to do something um quite uh uh different during the, well it was actually just before the lockdown uh, i'd been working with a coach and we were looking at how i could be more visible in what i do and she said, Ooh, you need to arrange a virtual summit with loads of speakers. And I was thinking, really? Okay, all right. So I thought, okay, I'll do that. Started it, started researching, started looking for speakers. Because the, the, the idea of a summit is that you, you, um, you, well, you, you can interview people or you can just get them to speak on your summit. But then they you are showcasing their work and you are in front of their audience as well so that's how you know you grow your your visibility by um by collaborating with other people so i didn't expect the lockdown to happen and i didn't expect it to be such a massive amount of work i mean it was a huge undertaking and then when the schools closed i was pretty <laughs> pretty much screwed to be honest <laughs> if uh, if I may say so it was really really yeah. tough I was doing um so once I set those wheels in motion and I was I'd been booking in speakers to interview them it was like oh my god I've got I've got to keep this going now well actually I, I could have I could have stopped but then I would have just been doing I don't know just at home uh watching my son play or playing with you know so <laughs> or <laughs> desperately trying to do some sort of homeschooling with, well, I wouldn't have with been no able reward to yeah, yeah I wouldn't have been able to work because I need I need I do two hour sessions with people so that are they usually face to face then or no I do them online as well so it wasn't looking very likely that I was going to be able to work with clients so I thought well I might as well do this summit and and as I said I thought well I can do homeschooling I can juggle with my husband it's going to be fine and then as we started going through the weeks then it became apparent that uh, the, the amount of work was um yeah a lot more than I anticipated so for about six weeks of the lockdown I was working seven days a week trying to catch up on the weekends to you know with the stuff um 
so I'd spend a couple of hours with my son in the morning, then we'd have lunch and then my husband would take over. And then I was doing sort of up until late evenings. So yeah, I decided to do this summit. And to be honest, a few years ago when I was a holistic therapist, if someone had said to me, you'll be doing a summit and you'll be interviewing people and you'll be even on a camera, even doing Facebook lives, I would have just laughed in their faces. And even oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. And even then I had a coach, uh, uh, we were doing it in an exchange. I was doing, um, facial reflexology and she was doing coaching for me and she said, you need to be on video. And I just pretended I didn't hear what she said. <laughs> Moved on. Well, interesting. Yeah, interestingly, the the I'm not doing this without alcohol uh, podcast came from a very similar thing of, you know, you have to do a podcast, and I was like, well, I'm not doing that without alcohol, and it was literally like, well, okay, well, that's what you're going to do then, and that and that's yeah. just how it's been born. So sometimes yeah. great things can come from very flippant comments. Yeah. Well, my summit was going to be, you know, I, I thought, well, it's going to be for women. And then it, as it evolved, I thought, well, it's got to be for mums because I'm a mum. And as I was building up the speaker list, I was thinking, well, most of these speakers uh, help people in something that either I have needed help in or my clients have needed help in. So then it sort of evolved into a, a, a summit for business mums. So covering you know everything from business strategy mindset we had some parenting coaches in there as well uh, relationship coach uh, health and wellness so just trying to encapsulate everywhere or all the areas where you know mums in business tend to to need help <laughs> actually I was well I'm sure oh, I need all these <laughs> Right I'm now. sure the relationship one's getting a hammering at the moment because I, 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 you know, love my husband dearly, but we weren't bred to be working quite so closely together <laughs> seven days a week. So uh, yeah, lockdowns definitely pushed yeah. the button of uh, yeah many I, working relationships. I've really enjoyed having my husband at home though because we just didn't see him. I was just yeah. you know, me on my own in the afternoons with with my little boy. So. I've, I've, yeah, maybe enjoyed it more than I should have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a, it'll be a real struggle when they go back to the office. Yeah. But, um, yeah, my husband's given up the office and he wants to share my office with me now. So I'm a bit, I'm not in the same oh, no. bubble as you. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm in the fear bubble at the moment, but I'm sure it'll be lovely. We won't kill yeah. each other and he won't be part of my new platform here at all yeah oh i don't know about sharing an office i've i've mm-hmm. kind of got my space here and he's upstairs so that that works <laughs> <laughs> so anyway you've continued your business then did the summit go ahead what happened with that yes so the summit was uh the 22nd to the 26th of june um yeah it was good we had about a five had about 500 subscribers which was better than i expected um, and from, um, from the back of that, I've launched an online program. So I, I did, um, face-to-face group program last year for, uh, women in business to supercharge their worth and their earning power. And I had a hotel booked for June actually, which obviously hasn't gone ahead. So I thought, well, I'm going to 
um, do that online. And, I, and I'm used to working online anyway. This is slightly different, you know, with a group, but, you know, it's not, I'm not going to have as many people on it. Um, so it should be more manageable. Um, and yeah, we can't do it face to face. And I've split it up over several weeks. So it's not, you know, it's not an intensive all day because we've all heard of the uh, Zoom exhaustion or something like that. Yeah, I don't think I could do a whole day. I'm doing workshops for an hour on different subjects because mm. I think that's that's enough. And it, you know, yeah. not just not just for you know my clients, but also for me. You know, it's just it is exhausting. It's it's different. You don't get the same energy as being face to face. And I. I've always done quite a lot of things online, so it's not like it's new to me, but it, it, it's, it is different doing it, all of it online all the time. There's a yeah. different energy that you have to bring to, to everything you do. So, yeah. So, you yeah. You don't get those, um, you don't get the, the physical cues that you get when you're in the same room as someone. And, uh, and my husband said the other day, oh, a Zoom meeting, it's, it, you know, if you imagine sitting in a meeting at work but with a mirror next to you he's like what's that all about seeing yourself in a meeting like that's really weird he said it's really distracting (laughs) you wouldn't just sit there with a mirror next to you you know in a in a in an office meeting no i have the consonant your camera off why you want a group yeah but it's then you don't then you don't get any of the physical cues so yeah it is it's a it's a weird world we're in and even though it's not a million miles away from my previous world it is still very different but you know there's aspects of it that I'm really enjoying so what part of the whole new way that we live do you think you'll keep um well I think I think that my um online program will will be something that I can rerun so will be something uh, obviously it's it doesn't take into consideration extra costs of a hotel of people traveling possibly accommodation um food etc so uh it's a different um it's a different uh price bracket for people i can also work with people who are not local as well um who wouldn't necessarily travel so i would i would love to do um the day face to face version again because of that that difference in the group energy but I think uh doing group online programs is going to be more part of my world um what else what else am I going to keep um I'm going to be collaborating with some of the speakers from my summit so that's going to be really exciting um because yeah I think I think I don't know collaboration is it's a way forward because I, yeah, don't, I, agree. I don't know everything and sometimes people want also I'm not a business coach I don't do strategy I do the the self-sabotage and the limiting beliefs and the kind of what I call the foundations you know you can have all the tools or the strategies in a business but if you don't have um, the levels of self-worth to believe that you're actually worth being successful or uh, earning what you want to earn then is it makes progress a lot a lot slower so um yeah i can if i collaborate with other people then i can i can say okay well this person does this so forward them on to you know other people and vice versa so that's 
that's a good thing that's come out of the summit those extra contacts and um i've i've actually joined a group of one of my speakers um her one of her memberships um which is is brilliant just you know who's this give a shout out so it's Catherine Morgan. She's a financial planner and money coach. Um, and she, she's got uh, a group called the money circle. So, you know, I'm, I wouldn't say, you know, I've shifted heaps and heaps of uh, limiting beliefs and self-sabotage, but I still have moments where, you know, the inner critic pops up and goes, Oh, why did you do that? What did you but that's the, that's the human nature though yeah you can't get rid of it you can't get rid of fear either you need fear you need you need anxiety levels of anxiety it keeps you alive basically yeah um, so I, i'm always looking for my own personal development so um yeah this this group is getting me to really like focus on my money instead of it just coming in and then going out again <laughs> Of which it goes very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you wait until your children are, are teenage years, you might as well just hand over your credit card. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so we set set um, monthly intentions, and and I was so inspired by the first uh, session that I went ahead and like sent off all my account stuff in a day, which has never been done before. Normally, never. I leave it. Still like January, middle of January. It's already done. Hate it. Yeah. Well, I don't do all the my accountant does the main stuff, but I've sent everything off already for last year, and and I just spark of motivation. Okay, I need to do that as well. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You can see the gritted teeth. I'm like, oh god, I don't know what it is. (laughs) Don't know what it is. There's definitely a mental block with me with that. I just. I'm not a very anxious person, but that definitely raises the anxiety levels for me. So if you were, if someone else wanted to get into this type of business, what three tips would you give to be getting into this coaching, Um, self-help sort of business? Always do your own um, personal development. I would never work with anyone who hasn't been on their own therapy journey. I did four and a half years of my own therapy when I was in my early thirties. And, I you know. genuinely do not understand anyone who doesn't have therapy. I think it's, I think it's the, the absolute best, uh, best. I'm going to say therapeutic because it's the right word, but it is the best therapy in life to have therapy. It really does exercise all of those demons that you didn't even know were like, you know, squiggling in the back of your head. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I do now. That's what I help people do. Work out where where all those little, little critters are are coming from and helping them get rid of them because we, we are basically um, running our thoughts and our beliefs and our, um, our thoughts and beliefs create our feelings, our feelings dictate our behaviors, our behaviors get our results. And those thoughts and beliefs uh, mainly come from programs or experiences observing our caregivers before the age of seven so most of what we do we have no idea why we do it we don't question it Uh, we don't we're not aware of it even and so when i yeah yeah when i just look at um 
look at the world and the there's a lot of pain there's a lot of people a lot of people are in a lot of pain and that's why they behave in the way that they do yeah um, my mum always says that there's good and bad and yeah my mum says there's good and bad in everyone and I I like to try and remember that when people are being complete assholes but I do feel very strongly because I've you know gone through a a journey of of therapy and I've I've believed so strongly in it I do believe that people who act that way just don't understand where that pain comes from I think yeah yeah definitely yeah 95% of their of their behaviors and habits are coming from programs they picked up when they were seven there's a really amazing um like short short little video by this woman who um she interviewed all these um uh prisoners in an american prison and it's called i think it's called the circle i would really recommend watching it it's about three minute or four minute long video it's not very long at all and they're all in the the, like the prison yard in a massive circle and she's standing in the middle with a microphone and she says step forward if you were ever verbally abused and told that you were no good um, when you were a child and every one of them takes a step forward take another step forward if you were ever physically hit beaten uh, or whatever and they all take another step forward and ev- every question that she asks these men are taking another step forward and then you see her like later on in like a little sort of more intimate circle she's indoors and she's interviewing them and some of these men are crying mm. And they just, you can see they're reflecting on how their, their childhoods created their, you know, their, 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 the footprint to their life. Criminality, I suppose. Well, I don't know how you describe it, but how, how they, how they felt so powerless as children that the only way they could get power back was to commit crime, was to hurt other people. It's really, really fascinating. Um, obviously, most of us don't don't do that sort of stuff to our kids. No, but no, but but similarly, I saw a very similar experiment, and I would I would I would suggest that they they've probably come from the same um, you know a path of psychology, where there was a very similar um, conversation with, and they were all teenage children. Um, and, and all of those conversations that were, were kind of had as well, but also a very similar experiment about racism too, which I found absolutely fascinating. Actually, it wasn't about racism. It was about white privilege, but obviously, you know, from the back of that, it, mm. it was about racism too, but it was very, it was very much that whole step forward and, and, and physically bringing people towards that journey of, figuring out why they act the way they do and why they mm. and they're understanding themselves more it was very interesting so I do I wonder what um what psychologist started that I might look into that because I love yeah. things like that yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little researcher so yeah. anyway tell me more about your business how can people find you so I have a website which is www.feelgoodenough.co.uk. I have a Facebook page which is Feel Good Enough uh, with Emma Gosling. Uh, people can find me there. I'm on Instagram under Feel Good Enough. Um, can you see the theme? 
<laughs> I think I can. <laughs> it's all about feeling good enough because that's the root cause of most of most people's issues that I work with is not feeling good enough. So there, hence the name. Um, and um, yeah, I have the, the, the summit Facebook group is still open um, for mums in business. Uh, it is uh, successful mums in business summit 2020. So I'll, I'm keeping that group open. I don't know if to change the name or um, invite people to another group. I'm not sure what I'll do with that at the moment. So that's how they can find me. No, that sounds like a really good idea. Keep that open. I'm quite sure you're getting lots of a good wealth of uh, fantastic information from lots of women in business. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of group knowledge. And I, I'm the same as you. I love the whole collaborating. I think, you know, it, it changes the course of your business or it tightens it or it gives you focus. I love, you know, speaking to other women in business and kind of you know and men love you all but um and then figuring out kind of you know different ways to make things work but yeah I just think we have different challenges and women in business kind of inspire me in that sort of way so yes, yes love yes. it you have set another whole new different set of um responsibilities whether those are conditioned upon us or sometimes uh and more natural i don't i don't really go into that debate but um that sort of keep giving keep giving over giving just keep giving not taking finding it very difficult to receive um i will say just keep giving a breath keep give give a breath just keep breathing out and don't take a breath in and see how far you get as a as an analogy of you know why we need that balance and um we were not very good at it typically no even somebody who's very um self-confident and you know sure of herself and you know makes sure that she looks after herself i regularly burn myself out trying to be everything for everyone so i can mm. only imagine what it must be like for other people who don't have all of those other things going on for them so I'm I love that analogy keep breathing out and see and don't breathe in and see how long it, it uh, lasts for because yes I completely agree anyway Emma we are coming to the end of the podcast and I end all of the podcasts with eight mile moment I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me I make that clear all the time and I love Eminem and I love the eight mile and he does all of his rap battles on the movie by saying all the worst things about him he's skinny he's white he lives in a trailer so that his opponent can't say anything bad back to him. So, Emma, what are the worst things about you? The worst things about me? Oh, gosh. Now, how long have you got? <laughs> Just don't <laughs> ask your husband. That's what I always say. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, I, um, I'm quite messy. Uh, and I, I always say I'm not. And my husband's like, yeah, you are. Like when I first started going out with you, I was just really appalled by the state of your, the room that you were in the house you were sharing. And I was like, God, that's really embarrassing. How is this possible? I can't be messy. But yeah, I am really, really messy. Um, uh, sometimes swear quite a lot. Um, get that from my dad. Uh, bless me him. too and my dad is the first one to say to me all the time stop swearing stop swearing <laughs> yeah. and then he calls everyone a little shite 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't know where I got it from, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we think of one more? Um, uh, the worst thing. No, I can't think of any more. Just perfect yep. yeah just think i'm perfect which is probably the worst thing <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes sorry we'll put that on the bad list actually i think i'm perfect yeah yeah that's definitely a bad thing <laughs> yeah don't yeah perfectionism gets you nowhere no oh god no very, don't even strive through it very literally... stressful very stressful to try and be can't perfect. think of anything worse mm, yeah it's not for me yeah. yeah. Also, I have a bit of like perfectionism, and then the opposite is like real laziness, and I'm kind of like swing between the two sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, I am like that. Yeah, yeah. my expectations for other people is quite high as well. Whoops. Yeah, I need to dial that back all the time. <laughs> also, my husband never watches these podcasts, so that's absolutely fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Anyway, thank you so much, Emma, for being on the podcast. It's been fabulous as always. And as always, if anyone else wants to be on the podcast or you want to sponsor a podcast, you can contact us at info at find-surveyors.co.uk. Anyway, say goodbye, Emma. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye.